You're listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Check, check. Check, Zeros on Heroes. Ha ha! <laughs> hey, everybody, this is uh, Zeros on Heroes. Welcome and uh, thank you for tuning in. I am Mike Mercadal. This is Will Watkins. Will Watkins. And uh, we're a couple of zeros talking about. Heroes! Zeros on heroes! Zeros on heroes! Alright, no, no. Alright, we're done. There, that's the, the that's the theme song. <laughs> if you feel like writing a theme song for us, then please go ahead and do oh, bro, that. Oh, somebody! Did we, I, I, I know if you were, if you were a theme song for us, you would be our hero. You would be our hero. Oh, we should do an Enrique Iglesias episode. Just kidding. Fuck that guy. No, we're not. Well, we could do a musical heroes, like like yeah. who you who like. But I don't know if that would work out. We could do Enrique Iglesias uh, mole. He happens to be my musical hero. Is he really? Yeah. No, the, uh, the, but I'll tell you this, the, uh, uh, well, let's uh, jump into it. Hero news. Heroes in the news. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the Oscars were, uh, uh, this past Sunday, they just happened. Yep. And, uh, uh, Birdman won best picture. Best picture. Best picture. And, uh. It w- deservedly a best director. Too. Oh, I loved it. That was yeah, that's great. Birdman movie. was a fantastic fucking movie, and it was. Did kinda... you see Big Birdman? No. What's Big Birdman? It was a, a spoof they did uh, from Sesame Street. Sesame Street did it, where it was like the dude who's the voice of Big Bird, who's like an old guy now. Right, right, right. And it's shot the same way, where it's like one continuous shot, and it follows him through the studio outside in the streets. And it's Big Bird in yeah. the costume? While he's No, no, it's the dude. The dude oh. who plays Big Bird, just as a human, is walking around. As a human. And like you can hear like Big Bird's voice the whole time he's walking around. Where, <laughs> where he's like, I that's, don't know, like, how do you get to Sesame Street? Am I always just going to be a giant yellow bird to everybody? That's really fucking <laughs> oh, funny. It's really good. This little tiny things they put into it spoofed it so well. Sesame Street does great spoofs. They are killing it. Dude, I saw today they did a House of Cards. Yeah. The House of Cards spoof where instead instead of Frank Underwood it was Frank Underwolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was this the three little pigs, this the 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 huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. So spot on with the tone. Oh. So fucking perfect. It was like I was watching it. And and of course for kids it's like yeah you know they're seeing this yeah yeah fairy tale kind of thing but I was dying I was dying at how I, perfect it was one of my favorite ones was uh, Sons of po- Poetry or was like Sons of Anarchy but like it like, was about rhyming words or something yeah it's like about that. rhyming words yeah 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 they had like the puppet that looked like Clay the puppet that looked like Jax and the puppet that looked like Opie they're so good I I, I the Muppets Most Wanted movie did, I don't think did that well. But oh yeah, the sequel. To the, the sequel, the, but they were the first. I, which I mean, I feel bad. Great. I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah, the the one with the uh, uh, Jason Segel and Amy Adams was great. I yeah, loved yeah. it a lot. I liked it, was, it. it was very fun, and of course, I love the. I have a soft spot for the Muppets. Yeah, Jim Henson should be a hero one day. Oh, I'm do Jim Henson. Yeah, um, but uh, but so Birdman won. But Michael Keaton did not win for yeah. Best Actor, Ooh. which uh, I saw a little video clip today. It was a Vine of oh, yeah. when when Michael Keaton, oh, it breaks my heart. He had to put away his speech. They just Ooh. caught him on camera putting the speech folded up piece of paper back into his pocket. <laughs> and I was oh, like, oh. oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. It felt so bad. But I mean... He did. He got up on stage with for the film, which yeah. I think is also like it. It, it would. I don't know. It's tough to say because he didn't get a chance to do a speech. He did get up there to say thanks and all. Oh, yeah, pretty, yeah, he yeah. did that kind of a classy like, hey, this is pretty cool, and he, and that was it. You know, he didn't. Yeah, there was that. Uh, but yeah, so Michael Keaton didn't win. Eddie Redmayne won for yeah. Theory of Everything. Which, I, I didn't. I haven't seen uh, Theory of Everything. And I don't want to pull a Kanye and be like, yo, right. he deserved it. Did you know that Kanye hadn't even heard Beck's album when he did that, by the of way? Of course. Kanye's a piece of shit. Apparently, he then... Uh, for those of you who don't know, Kanye jumped up on stage for, yeah, yeah, for yeah, the Grammys. They, they fucking get it. Yeah. But uh, apparently, Kanye, like a week after the, this past uh, Grammys, like went out to uh, the, the Spotted Pig uh, over here in uh, West Village. And uh, he was sitting down with Taylor Swift 
to like smooth things over from the previous Grammys. What? So then the staff of the Spotted Pig saw he was sitting there and put on Beck's album. What? While they were sitting there. So Beck's album played throughout the whole restaurant. And Kanye, when they asked him about it, he was like, yo, that's Beck's album. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's a, pretty good. It's so fucked up. Yeah, that kind of, that's, that's <laughs> a different uh, animal altogether. I, I can't. But uh, the reason why I said that was because, like, I haven't seen The Theory of Everything. Right, right. Uh, so you don't want to. So, so I don't want to say, like, oh, he didn't deserve it. Speak out of turn. Uh, I can say that Mike Lawrence saw all of them. Right. And Mike Lawrence was, like, up in arms. He was like, there's no way that Michael Keaton shouldn't have won that. Right. That movie was an actor acting about acting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and... An actor acting about acting about uh, trying to get away from his past as a superhero. Right. It's like... that. I understand... Like, here's the thing. Biopics, right? Yeah. They... The Oscars love biopics. Like, they allow... This person played a copy of this person. Which is always like, well... But they had something to go... They didn't create anything out of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think acting is, you know, more... I think it's more powerful when you fully believe... A make-believe person is real. Yeah. Like, I could... You draw the parallels of, like, Birdman and Michael Keaton being Batman and then having... Which, he has no... He doesn't have the same feelings that Birdman... You know, in the the movie. He's kind of like, yeah, I took my time. He did a... He did a million other movies that people know him for. Uh, Beetlejuice, man. Beetlejuice, you know, Night Shift, uh, all yeah. of these. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Mr. Mom. Oh, all, yeah. A ton of movies. So then finally he took Batman his time. Batman Returns. Bat- <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, so so he didn't, but, which was kind of a kind of a letdown. You're but, an Oscar winner in our hearts, Michael Keaton. He won for Best Picture. I don't know if he gets an Oscar for that. I think yeah. only the director and the producers yeah, do. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I think the Best Picture producers get it. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, sucks, but I also saw Whiplash and uh, J.K. Simmons, who uh, from Spider Man, from Spider Man, and and he might be. Did they say he might be the J. Jonah Jameson of the? I'm sorry, he's probably not going to be. I mean, he's got. But he just did such a good. He was the best thing of that movie. Like the, he, of all three, he was the only thing that was. I think when it comes, consistent. When it comes down to comic book casting, it's like J.K. Simmons as uh, uh, J. Jonah you Jameson. Mean as, the, the, as far as perfect casting, was right. J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, Patrick Stewart as as Charles Xavier. Right. And who else did you think think is like a perfect casting? Uh, for for like a comic book hero. I know, you get the idea. Like well, some people are I, just I cast it so well. It's iconic now for Hugh Jackman to be Wolverine. But he's he's actually Hugh like Hugh Jackman's like six foot four. Yeah, he's well, is he that tall? Six, six foot two, six foot four, something like that. Right, and and but Wolverine's like four foot eight. I think he's become iconic. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like he became like everybody yeah. like oh that's Wolverine. Yeah, you know. So uh, but but in and it does it's not true to the comic book. Yeah, right. but J.K. Simmons, I love J.K. Simmons. Yeah, he's great. Man, he's. He's good. I I don't think I've seen him in anything bad. Like he's he's good he's in great. everything. He's great in everything. And in Whiplash, he is fucking dude. That movie made me want to go out and buy drums. It made me <laughs> like it. I, I I play guitar and it yeah, made me yeah, like yeah. fuck. I need to I need to get better. <laughs> this uh, J.K. Simmons is yelling at me through this. Somebody to throw a chair at my head for real. Hey man, that movie was. I can't. And Miles Teller, who potentially could be. He is. He's Mr. Fantastic. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's gonna be Mr. Fantastic. But um, but he did. Such a fu- man! That whole movie was great. I loved it. Uh, I loved that movie. The movie was fucking fantastic. After seeing that movie, are you looking forward to his portrayal of Mister Fantastic? I mean, there's going to be a bigger like. It's going to feel. It's going to feel weird. Like, okay. I, like the whole movie to me is going to be like one big. All right, mm-hmm. here we go. Mm-hmm. I guess we got to go through this, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see. Uh, well, who is it? Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Kate Mara. Is it Kate Mara from uh, House of Cards? Yes. House of Cards and... Uh, oh, and uh, Miles English Teller. kid. Uh, what? He's playing Ben Grimm. Is, uh, oh, uh, what's the, he was, I forgot his name. He was Billy Elliot. He's from that movie Jumper. He was... Uh, uh, he's been a, he's in that TV show Turn. I forgot uh, his name, but he's I great. Know, but that he's, guy. I really like him. I really like him as an actor. The casting choice to go. Who plays... Who's the bad guy? Uh, did they, know, did they say the, anything? I don't know the dude's name. I don't. I, I mean, wonder, it's gonna be Doctor Doom, but I don't know who the dude is. Right, right. I wonder if they're gonna do. I hope they do Doom right. I mean, this is a complete reboot, right? They're doing Doom where he's like an internet hacker. Really? Yeah. Oh. And he goes by the hacking name Doctor Doom. What a piece of shit! Yeah, it's uh, why can't he be a fucking 
leader of this of Latveria, and why can't he just be that guy? Yeah, I mean, why like, change it? It's fucking great. I think, I think there may be something where he comes from Latveria. Like there might be some like a hint in there. Oh, it's gonna be one of those where it ends with him becoming the leader of Latveria. It or might may, uh, like maybe that. something like that. I mean, now like, I'm now I'm pissed. When you like dissect the trailer, there's like a scene where it shows a map of the world, and like Latveria is like pinpointed on in the map. Right. So that could lead to some well, whatever. I don't but, uh, know. I, I, a cool uh, comic book casting news. Uh, we have uh, uh, confirmed for Age of Ultron. Uh, it's going to be uh, uh, Falcon's going to be in it. Right. Uh, Idris Elba's going to be in it as Heimdall, and uh, Peggy uh, Peggy Carter is going to be in it. How's she? Uh, how's she going to be in it? It's flashback. They right? said it's probably going to be a flashback. They're saying that uh, they don't know how, how Heimdall's going to be in it. It's probably something to do with Thor. Uh, but then uh, they say that Falcon probably more likely he's only going to show up at the end of the movie to become. Captain America? Well, he'll probably show up because they're saying at the end of this Avengers, it's going to be like a different roster of Avengers. Maybe Captain oh. America is going to lead the Falcon and uh, a couple other maybe well, War Machine. It's or gonna, I think it's oh man, it's going to set it up for a Civil War. It's setting up for so Civil he's going to turn down, turn give up the Captain America uh, title or whatever, and who we'll knows? See. Man, see it's exciting. Happens. But uh, I will say that um, there was ah oh, man I wish I I wish I had the article in front of me that uh, there was a, a, a some information leaked that Spider Man this is they're, they're saying is going to be black and or Hispanic I think that's a red herring you think because I because think... there was only one dude who said it and he was like yeah I'm like ninety five percent sure he's not going to be white which I have no problem with when they go to Miles. Uh, right, I, I'm, I'm ex- I would. Ra- I'd like to see that. But I think this dude is just talking out of his ass. I don't, this dude who was talking, I don't think he really is on he's the ground thinking, level of things. Right. I mean, he's not in the higher. He's only on the ground level. He doesn't really know what's going on in the upper echelon. But probably. But I, I mean, the one thing I'll say is that it fits into the Civil War thing. If he, because isn't Miles Morales trained by Captain America? Uh, I mean, he was trained. Well, from the Ultimate comic books, Miles Morales was trained by Shield. He was given right. he was given his unique Spider-Man suit by Nick Fury, uh, but also in the Ultimate Com- like Spider-Man Peter Parker was kind of trained by Shield in right, the, in Ultimate, the version. In Ultimate version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, that's you know, I think they're probably going to go Peter Parker. I don't think they're going right. to go. Well, I, I just like the I I still like the idea of because man to get another fucking Peter Parker. Like, like, just do like to ch- just change it up, man. Give it, give us something completely. Like, yeah, Peter Parker existed, yeah. and he was a ground level this guy, yeah. and then they tried, and then some company, and then Hydra tried to recreate it or whatever. Whatever the excuse is, who cares? Yeah. Some bullshit, but get like give it a different twist because God, three times you're gonna tell that fucking story. <laughs> how many times? You know what I mean? Like, how many times do? Yeah, it's like yes. But well, I, th- yeah. I think they're gonna skip the origin altogether, and they're just gonna go right into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other uh, superhero news is that I think it just came out today is that the Supergirl TV show that's coming out on CBS. Yes. Uh, put out a casting for a Superman. So oh. Superman is gonna appear in, uh, in the new uh, in the Supergirl TV show. But here's the thing, though: when they released the casting, they didn't say. We want somebody with this range of acting. They said you'd have to have a, a chiseled body. Right. You have to come in willing to take your shirt off so we can see what your body looks like. You have to have a, a chiseled jawline. Right. And they're just descri- look like Superman. You have to look like Superman. They never said anything about acting ability. They never said anything about so voice. It might be visual. Did you ever see like Birds of Prey? You ever see that TV show? Oh Only yeah, last one well, uh, Jesus, like once, once or twice maybe. If you remember, what was that? I, I saw. I, I like. I remember seeing Birds the of Prey was based on the the comic book. Uh, series Birds but of Prey. It was, who was it? It's a uh, the Huntress and right. Oracle and uh, Black Canary. I think is in it as well. Mm. But I, I don't remember if that was the roster in the TV because it was so long ago. But uh, in the in the Birds of Prey, uh, the Huntress they changed it where she's the daughter of Catwoman and Batman. And Batman. So in the very first episode, I think they show like Batman fighting the Joker and Catwoman's there, but they never hear him talk, and it's only like in a brief. Right. Oh, so it could be like a just a stunt thing or so just a could, photo double, maybe. Yeah, it could be a photo double. It could be you know uh, he just stands there looking, looking all, over, looming or whatever it is, looking, looking all Superman-y. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man, that, that, it's interesting. I, I, man, because Jimmy Olsen's gonna be in it. Like he's gonna be one of the supporting characters. Right. Right. Who's gonna be black? Right. Uh, but I, yeah, I mean, I hate to be like as I. Okay, the arrow is good. 
Yeah. The Flash is super cheesy, but fun. I like it, yeah. Um, it's getting really good. Yeah, it's it's get it's getting better. I I've, I think I have to catch up a couple. Um, like the I I don't know. I, I would like I want everything to be successful, but I also want to like everything to slow. There's like too many goddamn shows. There's just too much shit to watch. Where it's like, oh my god. Ah, uh, what a great problem to have. Though. I know it is great. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what, what happened at the Oscars. All the all the, the people super, they made fun of superhero movies three times in the Oscars, which is and and it was kind of ironic because like. Everybody in that theater has been involved in a superhero movie. There was in some at one way. point, like best supporting actor was literally Edward Norton against uh, Eric Banner. Uh, not Eric. Uh, 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 ah, ah, God damn it! The new Hulk. What the? Who oh, oh the Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, it was literally Edward Norton versus Mark Ruffalo for best supporting actor. They yeah. both played the Hulk. Benedict Cumberbatch, who's going to be Doctor Strange, yeah. is is uh, was nominated for best actor. Yeah. Um, you, you know, J.K. Like, Simmons. From, J.K. Simmons for fucking Spider-Man. There's and, so many people who were involved in, in superhero movies. I love. Did you read the James Gunn? Yes, thing? I was going to bring that up. Oh, so what good. A, like I, I really like James Gunn yeah. as as a like he's very open and expressive, and he uses Facebook. You know, I you know you, yeah. he posts things up and he Twitter, interacts with yeah, people. Yeah, Instagram. and he's on Twitter. He's good, man. He takes time out to address things, and you know what he said about. Uh, the Russo brothers. Lo- yeah. Oh man, it was it was just it was perfect. If you go on James Gunn's Facebook and yeah. read that whole thing, because it was kind of like a hey man, God, you, yeah, you, you elitist assholes can go fuck yourselves. Yeah. We, st- we love this shit too. You know, what yeah. I mean? like we love what we do. And technically, they're the ones keeping the industry afloat right now. Entirely, these tentpole movies are all based on either comic books or adult teen novels. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> there's not a lot of real big yeah, yeah. Heat, like all, like look at the Best Picture nominees. The Imitation Game was uh, probably a big yeah. release, you know, but it, it's it's a small movie. Well, like a like a the, like they said in the, of everything, it, like they said in the Oscars, uh, you know, the of the of the movies nominated for Best Picture, uh, they brought in six hundred million dollars. I think he said was it three or four hundred million of that came from American Sniper alone, right? So that means the other pictures didn't. Yeah, they didn't. They, yeah, they didn't box really office. do shit. Well, I mean, and it shouldn't be determined by box office. But hey, everybody, yeah. calm the fuck down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's always that contest of high culture versus low culture. Yeah, in every industry. So, like the jazz, like so, you look at um, in Whiplash. I don't know. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh my god, so good. I'll lend. I'll lend you yeah, the thing. Fun. But um, but it's so good. Where at one point where he's talking about like jazz music versus this, you know, one of his cousins or whatever was uh, uh playing football and uh-huh. he's, like, he's like he's playing in a division three school he's a piece of you know like it's it's called me you know uh, and then he's like i'm i may be one of the best like he like it's kind of like a weird hey man go fuck yourself like yeah. the differences between what's popular doesn't mean it's good and what's good doesn't mean it's popular you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah so it's like uh the oscars were kind of an example of that you know and also the visual effects like grand budapest hotel beat out uh didn't or or some what beat out guardians of the galaxy uh, and no Captain uh, America? Inter- interstellar beat out interstellar right uh interstellar looks fantastic but it's like a space movie it's like yeah. it's like not any we've seen all that before yeah you had a talking tree and a talking raccoon a talking tree interacting in a way that you like the same reason yeah. i think birdman should have won because it i believed that fucking groot was real like i i totally by the end of the movie i'm like i'm on yeah. board you I've, cried over Groot. I got, I, I genuinely got emotional when yeah. the We Are Groot. I was like, "What? Uh, this, we are this, what is this dusty in here? Uh, uh, it's oh. the pollen he's releasing. He's really. Oh, this is an interactive <sighs> movie. <sighs> there but. were there were a bunch of things I didn't like. I didn't like how uh, Guardians of the Galaxy lost out for best visual. I didn't like how they lost out for best makeup. Yeah, uh, I didn't like how uh, Lego Movie wasn't nominated. No, the Lego Movie was a big upset. Co- I will say this: the music and the, the the music performances were the highlight. Like, yeah, that was those were the best thing. Like, you by far the best things of the show. Yeah. Um, uh, the the lonely, you know, it's funny. John Legend and Common were singing Selma, this moving emotional piece <laughs> for inspired by you know race yeah, yeah, killings yeah. and all this crazy you know like Martin Luther King civil rights movement yeah and then they are literally just as equal with the lonely island singing everything is awesome <laughs> that that had to be a moment though when like uh, everybody's backstage all the performers are backstage and you know Common and John Legend was singing you know that. Oh, such an inspirational ballad. And then, like, Will and Earth sitting there, like, in his Batman <laughs> outfit, like, uh, uh, we are Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
You know what I mean? Like, but because all right, we were watching it at uh, at the creek. Uh-huh. I watched it at the creek, and there was a bunch of comedians there watching it and uh, goofing around. And literally everything is awesome. Came and and when Bat, when Will Arnett comes out as Batman singing the music of darkness, no parents, you know, like that shit. Everybody was like, "What the fuck is this? The best!" It got you know, and for the movie, it worked perfect. And the Lego Movie not being nominated for best animated feature was yeah, bullshit. That was bullshit. Big Hero Six was great movie. Yeah. So was Lego Movie, probably better than one of these other yeah. animated features that you're just like, they're like, Yo, we can't give it to. You know, we got to throw throw some yeah, high yeah. class art in there with the animated shit, uh, whatever. But garbage, man. It was I was pissed. That was that that hurt. Uh, and uh, Lady Gaga killed it with uh, the fucking sound of music thing. You know what's funny is everybody's like all upset about like, well, you know, everybody, you know, some people were like, I didn't realize Lady Gaga could sing, and other people were like, well, of course she can sing. She went to Juilliard, and it's like that's not the issue. The issue is like. I'm not used to seeing her not being a fucking weirdo. Right. Which I've always said, like, uh, like you know how when you hear pop music, I'm like, I don't like that music, but that that's she's really yeah, yeah, yeah. talented. I always thought Lady Gaga was a great singer. Amazing. But it was just like I just didn't I don't like I don't like that pompousness. I don't like that like No, the the spectacle, I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't think why? Uh, why do that? But then uh, you, then she did that album with uh, Tony Bennett. Yeah, yeah, and she's, she's an amazing Duets. singer. Duets, yeah, it was yeah, great, yeah. Uh, fucking great brilliant singer. Lady Gaga is is a fantastically yeah. talented amazing singer artist musician yeah, she yeah, plays yeah. the music you know she's 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 fantastic so uh but yeah the 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 a lot of hero controversy in the oscars and uh yeah. uh just to kind of bring it back around stephen but, hawking could be a hero he is a hero no i <laughs> do i want to do a science heroes episode so bad because oh, really? yeah i would love to do one more i'm terrible about. with science so i'll be you, you can you can teach i'll me. drive that one you tutor me yeah yeah <laughs> but um <laughs> But yeah, uh, well, let's get to our episode. Wow, we killed a bunch of time on this. Um, let's get to our episode. Our hero uh, for this week is Ron Swanson, uh, in honor of the can- in honor of the the. Or as Leslie Nope would say it, Ron fucking Swanson. Ron fucking Swanson. Yeah, uh, Parks and Recreation is ending now after six. I think seasons. it's literally on right now it's, as we're recording. This. As we're recording, it's ending right now, and. Uh, 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 Ironically enough, we've we both came to Parks and Recreation late. We were late to the party yeah, on that I, one. Where yeah. uh, I and and people would tell me they're like, um, um, where I would I, just in in messing around, they would be like, "Oh, you're like Ron, like, you're Ron Swanson." I'm like, "Who the fuck is Ron Swanson?" <laughs> then I started watching the show, and I was blown away at how good it was. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just a fantastic fucking show. And um, the Ron Swanson character, like, what's the first thing you think of when you think of Ron Swanson? Uh, manliness. Right, like the the mustachioed man, but not in a way that's like that. Because here's why I respect the show so much. Every one of those characters had the potential to be despicable, a clown, or yeah. just be like one note, and the show would have gone down the tubes, and it would yeah. have been fucking bullshit. Um, but there's there, on that show, it was like there was pro. Everyone had growth, but still stayed true to their like yeah. their like like they're real, they're real characters, yeah, you know, yeah. and. Um, and it, it was Ron Swanson because they they go through this whole process process. So it starts off very simple, very minimal, small government office, local government yeah. office. And he's the anti-government guy. He's the libertarian. Yeah, he's always trying to take down the parks department. Right. You know, like like uh, make sure that the that government does nothing. Yeah, yeah. Which, in and of itself, is ironic to the point of hilarity like it's just so funny that that this guy is the the director yeah he's all the way in charge and he's gotten in charge being like no none of this fucking shit does anything yeah yeah, yeah. you know i love how he the one part where he's like if i had my way the parks department would complete be completely privatized yeah. it would be a random like a chuck e cheese's yeah yeah it's like <laughs> you want to go on the slide token you want to take a walk token you want to do this token <laughs> token yeah yeah, yeah. and it's all and, and and it was like a and it also so manliness but he was also like genuine like never mean it wasn't never like no, you know no. what i mean like he i mean he was i think uh if you you could actually call him like a true feminist in that yeah. he never judged you based on your gender or sexuality or any or anything yeah. like that he, his thing was i just want everybody to do the best they can like whenever he talked to april it was like i whatever as long as you just do it the best you can yeah. or when he talked to uh aziz you know do the best you can he was always kind of he was always emphatically supportive yeah. even though he was not like emotionally supportive you yeah. know what i mean so he was like yeah do the good job because the good job needs doing yeah, yeah you know yeah, that yeah. kind of thing but 
what I, the point I'm trying to make is that it, it, it's in contrast to how manliness is sort of presented mm. it, normally. Like um, certain things, like uh, like I, okay, just keeping it in the sitcom world, like uh, people would joke about Barney in, from How I Met Your Mother. Right, the Neil Patrick Harris character, he's a womanizer and he's all that stuff. And then there were people like, yeah, put yeah. suit up, legend, wait for it there. And then it was like, yeah, but that guy's a f- piece of shit. Like, that yeah, guy's a horrible a person. Bird. That guy's a terrible, terrible that person. That was always my thing with, like, masculinity. Because I've always, because I was very similar to Ron Swanson. Uh, I was raised by a single mother. Like, Ron Swanson was raised by a strong female oh my God, figure. How funny was that fucking scene? Oh, it was great. Where? I forgot the name of the actress, but she's in everything. Uh, her, her, the bone who played her, 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 uh, his, his mother. Mom? Yeah, I think she's great. She's been in a bunch of stuff. Is it? Is it because she was in makeup? But is that uh, the one who plays Joan Calamazzo? Is it Mo Collins too? No, 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 no. no. It's a different woman. Uh, she's great. Though. I, I forgot the name of the actress. Yeah. But she's great. But in the same way, it's like I never like viewed manliness as like you know I was like I had ne- I to this day I've never been to a strip club and so like a lot of people look you're not a real man till you've been to a strip right, club. Right, right, I'm yeah. like no, that's not a real man provides for his family. A real man right. pays for a roof. You know all that stuff. Like that's I don't, I don't judge manliness on how many chicks you fucked or or you know yeah, whatever it is. Being a man. Like Ron Swanson is a man, is a, and there's no denying it. Like that, like that yeah. that character, you can be a positive male, and I think a lot of that has to do with Amy Poehler uh, mm. and her a mindset of like the you know smart girls and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. She's definitely on the list as a hero of you know of the no, show, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and and she she we're just doing this because we like bacon. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> that whole okay. I cannot tell you um, when I when I heard the line, "I'm a simple man. I like uh, pretty brunettes and breakfast food." I was like, "Where the fuck? Uh, yeah, ex- exactly, right, exactly. How can that not be? Yes, and my whole life summed up in like one yeah. line. And then, um, but like you know, in more complicated terms, you know, like he he makes the the this progress." Where he starts off as this kind of crotchety character, but you see he does have bonds with everyone. Even yeah. though he's like, I worked with a guy for 10 years, I didn't know his name, best friend I ever had. Yeah. You know, shit like that. Sometimes we still don't talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. You know, so. Well, yeah, it's great because, like, like you're saying, the progression, like, he started off as this crotchety old dude, hated everybody, right. hated his ex wives, blah, 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 meets uh, Xena, Warrior Princess. Exactly. Uh, she has two daughters, which he is completely against. But eventually he warms up where he's putting the makeup on his face and the tiara right, and right. stuff like that. Because he he's he has to he like you know he plays the stoic yeah man Ooh, male yeah. character. Yeah. But realistically, he's like okay with you know. There's the scene where they go to the the episode where they go to England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about the same I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna say I was crying, but I you know like you get him. I got emotional at the end when they go through. He goes through this whole quest, and Leslie Nope, like what a good friend yeah. Leslie Nope is to yeah. everybody is 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 really you know crazy. But it, like uh, bringing it down from TV to actual you know real world yeah. interaction, a friend like that is you know like the friendships on that show are very powerful. Like, yeah, g- like a great representation of positive friendships. You know what I mean? Like, there's no real backbite. There's never, like, that that kind of, like, backstabby thing going on with, within the core yeah. uh, crew. Except for Gary. Gary? Jerry, yeah, Gary, they, Terry. They, but that's... But the thing is, is that, like, he's... That character, to me, I, I remember at first I was like, why are they making so much fun of this fucking guy? Like, I was like, leave the dude alone. Yeah. But then I realized that he uh, thrives on it. Like, he... Like, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like... The it's like the cool with everything situation where he's just like yeah whatever yeah yeah fuck you guys almost like a fuck you to embrace it and just be happy all the time you know what's funny is like I and f- he has a huge dick apparently <laughs> and he's married to Christy Brinkley and has three beautiful daughters like he's he's got a great fucking life yeah, and yeah. everybody makes fun of him and he, but they still kind of you know like even then they break that 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 yeah yeah, yeah. that routine and they you know they they're nice to him and they they you know they eventually everybody comes together you know what I mean yeah. But but it uh, but uh, but he's not the hero of the, no 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 he he kind of represents ma- manliness in a certain way because he really does overcome everything yeah you know what I mean it, he is perpetual hope yeah he's like the 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 the, the eternal optimist what's it in the D and D the the oh the uh, uh, the pure good one the, the yeah, one that's yeah. like the high lawful good yeah 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 um, but yeah it's like one of those things where where uh, Ron Swanson is neutral good Ron Swanson yeah yeah he's neutral he's neutral good 
where it's just like, yeah, you do the right thing. And I really like I remember like my dad used to tell me, uh, don't try to be the man, just try to be a man. Oh wow. and I was you know, deep shit. You know, my dad was like Yoda, you know, I just because at a certain we we you know, my parents were divorced and then at a certain point, uh, when I was an adult my dad and I can't kind of bridge that friend barrier where he's oh, like, really? and you remember he told me, he's like, you're 18 now. Um, if you get arrested, they don't call me. They just take you to jail. It's up to you to call me now. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. And wow. he's like, so if you ever like to that extreme, just give me a call. And we'll talk. And he's, and he's pretty straightforward. So when, whenever I have problems, he get, I feel like my dad was giving me Ron Swanson <laughs> advice. And my, my dad, uh, my dad's advice to me was, uh, if you're ever homeless, uh, put crumpled newspaper in your pants because it insulates. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dad. That's look. To be fair, that and uh, that and a couple weeks ago, he told me not to download the flashlight app on my phone because that's how the Chinese government will track me. Well, look, all of, both those things are very <laughs> useful. That's, that's both are very useful. Who who wants to be tracked by the Chinese government? Not Ron Swanson. Ron, <laughs> Ron Swanson wouldn't be. Uh, I love, uh, it was the last episode I saw of it when uh, he was getting his hair cut by Typhoon. Yes. And he was like, you know, uh, you know, he doesn't like talking to people. And the guy was like, oh my God, you know, I had to deal yeah, with these German people, this Euro trash. And he was like, ah, tell me more about this Euro trash. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's pro-America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, yeah. We're, yeah. And and the thing is, is that he, he, he can see him. He sticks to his guns throughout the whole course of the show, but his yeah. guns are not bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to masculinity portrayed in other in other ways where it's like you kind of have to make excuses for someone you're like oh yeah he did this shitty he's a shitty guy but he does a nice thing yeah it's like no you can just do nice things you could just be a guy and yeah. do things yeah i thought I, I love the way he's portrayed in the show and of course he's like the most quotable oh, of uh, course the, like one of the most quotable characters uh like you know what's funny is like when you told me uh Originally, Mike had the idea to to do Ron Swanson as a hero, and I was like, "Oh god!" Like I haven't, I hadn't seen the show, and I was like, "Oh, you're one of those Buzzfeed cunts." Yeah, like yeah. and I was like, because like I didn't want to watch the show. I have this thing where if, if something is popular to the extent where it's just on Buzzfeed or Uproxx all the time, I'm it's like, too much, I hate yeah. that. Like I, Jennifer Lawrence, I'm sure is a fine person, but because she has so many people sucking her dick on the internet, I'm like, I fucking hate that chick. Yeah, and it's, I'm sure she's the nicest girl. I know and she does. I, I love everything she's in. If she wants to come on the show, Jennifer yeah, yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. If Jennifer Lawrence happens to hear this and wants to come on and talk about being Mystique, fine. Yeah, yeah please. That's fine. Oh yeah, great. But it's just that uh, you know, <laughs> Will didn't mean it. No, <laughs> it's just Will has apologized. Anything that the internet just obsesses over, right. I automatically hate. So everybody was like, Ron Swanson, and I was like, Ah, oh, fuck, God. And then I watched the show, and I was like. All right, fine. Yeah, this, this is yeah. really good. Now, I I, I I hate to bring it up, but uh, there's like this uh, post of the, his quotes. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, yeah they're, like, they're all over the place. They're all over the place because whoever, like, okay, and I will say this, uh, the writing staff on that show, oh, uh, Mike Schur and, and was the executive producer, and yeah. he was from uh, um, The Office. Yeah. And he was Moe's on The Office, uh, uh, Dwight's uh, cousin. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... They, the writing on that show has never been anything but amazing. Like, the, from the get-go, they do improvise takes and things like that, but they create a tone in these characters. Like, they're, they're, you can tell it's, it's all in the writing. Yeah. And ironically enough, um, one of the writers, Harris, Harris, Harris Whittles, Whittles, man, he he was a stand-up comic, and he was yeah. brilliant, you know. He had a great Twitter feed, and he had a great book, he, Humble Brag. Yeah, he created that He created that word. He put a word into the lexicon, because yeah. it didn't really exist before, or there wasn't, like, a single word for it before. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was a Humble Brag, you know. Like, he's this great guy, and he ended up uh, overdosing, and, yeah. and he passed away uh, this weekend, I think it was. Yeah, it was pretty much, yeah. And uh, I hate, you Friday know. Friday or Thursday and, or something. And it, it was one of those things where... Uh, it was kind of shocking where I was like, oh my god, he had this really hit show. He's 30 years old. He was a young guy. He, was he an accomplished addict. so much within 30 years. Yeah. There was an episode of, of him. He had just kind of gotten out of rehab. Was it Pete Holmes? With, with, yeah, You Made It Weird with oh, Pete Holmes. Oh, that was fantastic. That was a great episode. Uh, I recommend everybody go listen to it because yeah. it really is kind of touching on, on like, because uh, we're both comics and, and, yeah. and we're, you're always kind of on the cusp of constantly overanalyzing to the point of obsession on yeah. things and you know it's very easy to get overwhelmed by, by stuff so it's a really good insight and also the science, the Church of Scientology oh it's great about, oh it was such a wow. crazy episode but this is the mind that was writing episodes yeah. and uh, he was on the show he was one of the animal control guys yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, 
He was a small white animal control guy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the and and he pops up like that's the, that's the funny thing is you know like being working in, in background and just being an extra all the time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the you see the same people pop up like at some point on that show someone got hired as an extra and they're like oh yeah you're gonna be here for six years yeah you know what I mean like we're gonna just keep bringing you back like the biker dude with the the, the tank top yeah. Where he's just like uh, the pawn store, the, the pawn yeah, shop yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah. He's he he comes up and they just, like that guy's just working. You know what was a big with that was Scrubs. Yeah, like there was like oh there goes Starburns and there's like the guy yeah. who looks like Colonel Sanders and there's and like they were just background people and they got they would just keep bringing him back, bringing yeah. him back, yeah, until they became characters of their own. But like uh, so like the show is so well written. So these lines that that uh, people quote yeah and even like the 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 the, the con- general concept of, of ron swanson yeah is cr- was created by these guys you know and nick offerman I- ironically enough imb- like they pulled a lot from him yeah. to create this character nick offerman like is a huge a huge into woodworking he has his own wood shop he he, yeah. he has his book the paddle your own canoe which yeah, is yeah. which uh, i haven't read but I, I i did see a special american ham was that good i haven't seen it so here's the thing with that special it's not a stand-up comedian's... It's not a stand-up comedy special. Uh-huh. He's kind of like a spoken word presenta- presenting ideas. It's Some parts of it can be deemed hacky. Ooh. You know, like it's not... <clears throat> and he does like songs also. Okay. But here's the thing. I guess at some point there was problems with getting the rights to the music because he's doing like spoof parody songs. Uh-huh. And then so he intercuts sketches of him because apparently he shot this whole thing and was going to release it, and then it was threatened with lawsuits over the music and the thing. Wow. Like, to, so people were like, "No, you can't use the songs." Because he talks a lot. It's really gross. He's he a lot of gross out stuff, and he does a lot of like talking about coming and shit. It's wow. pretty crazy um, in the songs. And then he literally goes, and there's like a lawyer that comes to his wood shop, and they do this whole scene, the, all these scenes every time he goes to sing a song. So it feels like kind of cut up. Wow. It doesn't really flow. It's it's based on. I mean, he has the. Um, it's based on his, you know, personal thinking, which a lot of it is Ron Swanson esque thinking, and uh, it's just kind of that character that he's kind of yeah. uh, uh, cultivated. You know, there was a. Did you ever watch a show called Deadwood? I've seen it. I never got. I started watching it. I because I, I, then I knew it was going to end with like a not a real conclusion. Like it just kind of went away. It didn't know. Oh, did none it? Of the story. Yeah, it, it got canceled, or they just didn't I'll, make I th- it. I think it was up to like the third season or something like that. But I, that, I haven't watched it in like six months. I really need to get back into it. But what I'm saying is, in the first couple episodes, Nick Offerman is like one of the characters, right, yeah. and it, you can see his dick. And it's just so weird to think like, oh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen, Ron I've seen Swanson's, Ron Swanson's dick. dick. He's got a big dick, man. Good for Ron. That's probably why he's so manly. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I don't know the, uh, I, I, I have to. I didn't even realize. I, I, I saw Deadwood like yeah. forever ago. That show's old, man. That show's... show's yeah, yeah, yeah. Timothy, Timothy Oliphant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those like Firefly that you wish had a resolution. That's what everybody oh. says. And I already have Firefly to break my heart and <laughs> and destroy me. Uh, for that's, why, not- that's why I never watched Dexter because like, everybody was like, oh, the series finale was terrible. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm not watching it. And that's the thing I've no- with well, bringing it to Parks and Rec is that yeah. the show has remained consistently good, better and better, actually increasingly good. Yeah. And then this season has been really funny like, yeah, like it's like on par and... yeah it's like it's like 2017 yeah yeah and it's on par with all the other seasons and parts of it that are and it's been more emotional like they do they're doing the yeah, whole like the goodbyes, the, the goodbyes. And... so it's like one long series finale so um and uh but but the but the show feels like it's they chose to end it yeah before you know like that before it kind of goes away like Seinfeld-esque yeah where and then the uh, I can't remember what was the name of it, but uh, whatever. Mike Schur, uh they were asking him, they're like, do more. We, we Keep making the show. Please, please keep making the show. And he was like, no. Which I think is kind of a gangster move. It's kind yeah. of like, it's like, yeah, we have one of the best, highest rated shows on television, network television. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we'll see you later. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we're, we're good. Yeah. That's insane to me. I just, I just think that's, uh, you know, very manly. Like, stand up, <laughs> do the right thing. Very Ron Swanson of all. Very Ron Swanson, and you know, I I kind of feel bad calling it manly, like um, because it 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 kind of denotes that femininity is bad in a certain way, which is not assertive. Necessi- uh, yeah, it's like it's it's very kind libertarian? of libertarian. What's the what's the gender neutral word for 
Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. It's one of those things, like, like I don't know, because in the vernacular, it's like, you know, very masculine, is very uh, brutish. Right. Whereas femininity is seen as dainty. Yeah. So it's frail, weak, you know. But that's it, like strong versus weak. A brute is strong. Someone yeah. who's dainty is weak. Yeah, it's. it's, you know. uh, it's I mean, not saying that I don't know some dainty dudes out there. I've not, you know, I've known yeah. some weak and frail dudes, <laughs> and some very, you know, I've but known you, some very. But you go like, oh, that's not a manly man. Yeah, yeah, that's and it's 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 kind of a weird. Uh, I guess that's where the like uh, you know the modern feminism is yeah, like yeah, to yeah. try to remove all that. Where but. it's like we're shaking off like the '60s and the '70s, right? And like Ron Swanson really does harken back to like a '50s era of like what a man looked like, where he's like, yeah, he's with a polo shirt and the tucked in the same jeans. thing every yeah, day, same, except for when he get has sex, he wears the Tiger Woods outfit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wears the red that same ew yeah like that was really funny. With, like uh, what I like too is like whenever he does have sex, but it's like a. Uh, when he's talking about Tammy too, how all of his ex-wives are Our Tammy. Tammy, yeah. But it's like, yeah, she knows her way around a penis. <laughs> <laughs> Where I mean, he's he's unapologetic in pursuit of the of of what yeah. he feels is right. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's that. I think I don't I don't I think that's what I'm equating it to. If you're yeah. if you're unapologetic about doing the right thing, man or woman, yeah. I think that's kind of the heroic side yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. like. Um, uh, there's, the, you know, there's so many conditionals in, in like daily life. So when you watch it on a TV show, some, cause you look at the Aziz Ansari character, yeah. he's a frail yeah. guy and he's little. And, and really, I think he's like a spoof of Kanye actually. But, uh, he's a spoof of that modern, like, yeah. like the modern feminine yeah, me- dude, yeah. like that, that, that so kind of. So it's a stark contrast it's, to, the, to the Ron Swanson character. Yeah. And then you have a, a, and then you have like, well, Ron Swanson has his weaknesses too. Yeah. Like when Tammy, uh, Tammy too, the Megan Mullally, who was his actual wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that whole arc where he gets back with her and he's wearing the cornrows and shit like <laughs> fucking insanity. This yeah, show, yeah, yeah. you know, it just went off the rails. And uh, but it shows that like, hey, you know, he's got weakness. Sometimes you need your friends to bring you back. I just like that. There's there's a lot of um, that what's the do what's right mentality yeah. so even like the uh the andy dwyer character the chris pratt character yeah he's like the lovable goof yeah and he does a lot of stupid things and then they have the the it, like there's a lot of like mirroring like the yeah. counterbalance i think like the chris pratt character is the boy to uh ron swanson's man right where they both are on the same track like you're saying like they know what they like they're going after it but they're going at it in different ways right and then like uh the the donna character with the treat yourself and all that yeah, stuff and yeah. she's like ah yeah she's a successful woman she goes after what she wants she's sex you know like sexually uh yeah. owns her sexuality yeah uh and she's you know she's a strong woman in that like i just think it like if you look at all of the characters the core characters you know yeah, like yeah. Uh, the adam scott character yeah. also even the uh the ann and um the ann character the best friend yeah, yeah, she's yeah. the one that kind of like she was wavers. She was the everyman coming into it. Yeah, because this was before. Like that first episode was before Pawnee was introduced. Where Pawnee is just this ridiculous world, right? Uh, this it's, ridiculous it's kind town, of fu- un- out of focus. You don't really it hasn't really been solidified or yeah. crystallized yet. Where like Pawnee has like all these weird characters, right? Whereas like Anne was like, "Hey, I'm a nurse." And I'm just a normal this, person. There's this pit. Like we were, we were looking at Pawnee through Anne's eyes, right? Because she was the new. It was that classic storytelling where it's the new person is introduced to this group or community. She, she okay. You remember the show, The Munsters? Yeah. They had all oh, like the Frankenstein. <laughs> they had the Wolf Boy, the Vampire, she's, uh, the Marilyn. Witch. She was the blonde what? normal girl. What are they? Is, was her name Marilyn? What was I her don't name I can't remember. Her name right. But she was like out of all of these fucking wackadoos, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's the one that's just like, oh no, I'm an, and they're all normal in yeah. their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But if you look at all the characters, each of them presents like an archetype of a character that you'll see on television, but good yeah. as a good person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, dealing with weaknesses and uh, you know trying to overcome. Which yeah. That was one of the things that one of the things that like um, uh, when me and my dad were talking, when I was you know I was going through like a breakup or a rough time, and he's like, "You want to know what a man is?" Uh, and it's like a man is someone who has the ability to overcome. Well, well, and I'm like, and, he, and I was like, "But what about the details?" He's like, "Fuck the details, overcome." And I'm like, "Well, fair, <laughs> fair enough." And Does I'm your dad like, have a Cuban accent? Uh, no, no, he lives in Tennessee, but he he breaks it out every now. You'll hear him. Oh, because when you said that, I was like, I can hear like a Cuban guy say, oh, "Fuck the details, fuck go the just details. do it." That's no, that's me. 
You fuck the details. Fuck the details. Just do it. Just do it. No, but that that concept of like everyone has is having these struggles, and then they overcome them in the right way with, yeah. with not and never and never on their own. Yeah, always kind of with their friends and the kind. Of, it's just a, a portrait in a town where everything's fucking crazy. Yeah, you know, raccoon <laughs> infestations. Yeah. You know. And then Ron Swanson for me is is kind of like the Leslie Nope is the main character is the hero yeah. of the show just kind of balls out like the one and at a certain point you see her at the beginning of the season where she's struggling yeah with whatever like whatever's happening and she's getting caught up in her work and blah 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 but you have like uh, the 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 Ron Swanson is the fatherly character to Andy Dwyer's yeah. uh, son. Well, and it's it's very uh, like vaudevillian in, in a sense because it's just like that vaudeville duo of like Abbott Costello sure. and uh, I love Laurel those Hardy. Episodes. Yeah, those buddy episodes are great. Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, where there's always the straight guy and then there's the the crazy zany guy. Right. So yes. it's like Ron Swanson is the straight Dean Martin to Leslie Nope's Jerry Lewis. Right. Where it's like once, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like, yeah, like, um, and with Lou Costello would not have been funny without, yeah, exactly. Ab, you know, you know what I mean? Like that, that that's that whole concept of you need to con- like because um, well, I used to do improv, right? Mm. You can't have everybody be the f- talking dragon. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you can't have everybody be I'm up here, look at that, you know, like you can't have everybody be that character because then it's just fucking annoying. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. you don't have and it can't go anywhere. Yeah, it's literally just you start at at this crazy peak of where you know what the fuck are you what can you establish? You need to have some sort of basis in sanity. Exactly. Yeah. So you need to have that constant flow of yeah. like energy so it's like you have the high up and the low down and eventually ron swanson becomes the crazy cornrows and all yeah, that yeah. Crazy. I, my, one of my favorite things in the show is when ron swanson just he's like oh yeah we had the i had a baby it's my son yeah where like and like she and then like everybody just kind of brings it in and everybody yeah. like, and he's like you had a baby you know like like, like he's like yeah, yeah yeah like he's just removed his yeah, like he yeah, has yeah. he's like ah, i got my life with my wife and my you know kids and all that yeah. stuff and and he, and it's like yeah all right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> I, I just I, I enjoy that I, I love that, that that particular episode when they were just like oh here's my baby because it's like in every like sitcom there's always like it's the wedding episode it's the baby episode the, they're, this is they're just gonna like, go into labor oh we got, we got a baby now yeah um, yeah which is perfect for the character yeah the uh, what I like about, uh, like Ron Swanson like you're talking about he always does the right thing uh, according to him and he it's very uh he, he's not aware of a social contract that exists in the outside world. Remember when uh, uh, Leslie was going to get married at whatever festival was going on? Yeah, it was like this complex and, uh, uh, thing. And, and the dentist, the, the evil councilman, was yeah. you know, going, boo. Jeremy Jam. Boo. And Ron Swanson went over and like, punched him in the face. Right. And then he went to jail. And Leslie visited him in jail. And uh, Ron Swanson was like, yeah, I'm... Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know the the what I'm supposed to do is the guy who walks you down the aisle. I apologize. And Lizzie was like, "I think that's exactly what you were supposed to do." Right. Right. Yeah. Like, but like Ron in his mind was just like, "This is what I have to do. I don't care about if there's if there's any responsibilities to other people to yeah. like the social contract. I personally need to punch this guy in the face." Right. Yeah. And it's and oh man, that there's so much in that show that that it kind of is a positive message. You know, like. Like, um, when she feels guilty for bribing a voter to get something passed, I think it was, like, in the third season or something, where she goes through this kind of, like, crisis of, like, oh, I should have done... It's literally... Do are you know? Yeah, it's it's every, like, everything is a morality. Like thing. when the, when Leslie had the the party at her house to impress, uh, uh, what's his name, the, the dude, whatever his name is, but uh, so she like got everybody from the rec center to, who teaches classes to come. Oh in. right, yeah, exa- yeah, yeah. And yeah. then she like she had to go through the hearing, and then she was like, "So what's gonna happen? Am I gonna be fired?" And they were like, "Considering you're the one who called this meeting, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're not." Right, yeah. Which you know, and that's uh, that is. One of the things, yeah, I mean it, the the whole the whole concept of the show has as like the, for me like the theme running through it has always been uh, do the right thing, do the right thing, yeah, you know what I mean, and, and even like okay, so the Adam Scott character, mm-hmm. uh, Ben Wyatt, yeah, where he had this like he was he he was uh, enthusiastic, he was an eighteen year old mayor, yeah, of his town, <laughs> Ice Town, Ice Town, and he's like yeah, so they uh, the, the Ice Clown, and he's like it's like hovering over him the whole time. So he's, Who J.K. Simmons played 
than the oh, bear. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And uh, to give him the key to the of J.K. Simmons. <laughs> My goodness, he, he really is in everything. And yeah. I'm telling you, he's never been bad. That's he, he he was in Juno, and I was like, yeah, that's a good. I didn't, you know, there was parts of Juno that sucked, but I was like, that's a good, good oh, character, great, great job, J.K. Simmons. I'm gonna punch that kid in the wiener. <laughs> yeah, this is so good. J.K. Um, Simmons is very much like Ron Swanson. He kind of in a lot of the characters he plays, and even then, like what a what a nice speech he gave in the Oscars, where yeah, he's like, call your parents, call your parents, don't text, don't do it, just call them. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was lovely. It was nice. Uh, so, I also think that Ron Swanson has done more uh, for recruiting libertarians than yeah, entirely. Yeah, yeah. I don't think even libertarian was like a popular thing until after Parks and Rec came out. No, it it wasn't a popular thing. Yeah. It was some. It was like people. It's a popular thing now. Where it's well, like, it's a popular thing among. I, I still contest that it's a popular thing amongst people who have money. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Like if it's like the haves and the have nots. So it's I very. Mean, the I have, think it's a popular thing amongst. Uh, Republicans who want to smoke weed. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> it, that fits perfectly for them. So, what's... Let me see. What, what, do, we, what do we got here? Um, the uh, Alright, so the, the... Never... This is this is one of my favorite ones where he says, Never half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. Good, solid yeah. advice to live by. Jack of all trades is ace of none. Is that yeah, what it is? yeah. Uh, which, you know, whatever. Man, that's the thing. Uh, and then, and then uh, on bowling, straight down the middle, no hook, no spin, no fuss. Anything more, and this becomes figure skating. <laughs> Come on, these are great. I love that episode too. When like uh, Tom Haverford comes over and like bowls like a little girl, and yeah. he's like, "Oh no, I can't." And then you catch him later on, like at another. <laughs> he's got like glasses yeah, on. Like, which by the way, Duke Silver. Duke glasses. Silver. I love that he has this alter ego. Yeah, he has like uh, where he shows his artistic side because he's, he's not that dude. He acknowledged that it, that it exists. Like yeah. us, the like the the wrong thing would be to ignore a desire or something yeah, that is ultimately yeah. beneficial. You know what I mean? Like it's not hurting nobody to play some music. It's almost. Yeah, I wonder if maybe if the Ron Swanson character is an analogy for like transsexuals or transgender people, in that he's like, "This is who I am. Right. I'm proud of who I am." And then, uh, you know, maybe he, you know, like, uh, uh, like I, I had a buddy, Steve E.D., Steve DeLavera, he was a comic in Florida, uh, but he was like, he was a straight dude, but he loved dressing up in drag. He loved dressing up as a woman. It was a transvestite. Yeah, it was a transvestite, yeah. yeah. But it's like, yeah, you can, and he was a very manly dude, mm-hmm. he had kids, he had everything, but it was like, I still like dressing up as a woman, though. And he and he was he would be open about it. Yeah, he was, he was open about it. But it's just so weird that you know. Uh, would he dress in like a drag queen with the makeup and the hair and all that stuff, or just wear women's clothing? He would wear women's clothing. He would put on the makeup. He would put sure. on the, uh, a wig and everything. But he he wouldn't be like, oh hey. He would be well, like, well, a drag queen is a gay man who dresses like a woman. A transvestite can be gay or straight. Yeah, right? he, yeah, he was just a dude. You know, like he'd be dressed as a woman, and you'd be sitting at a bar and be like, "Yeah, so did you see the game the other night?" Was, uh... Oh, so he would not. He wouldn't at pretend to be. He a wouldn't woman. pretend to be right. a woman. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just felt the yeah, need to dress in, in women's clothes. Yeah, and you know what? Like, if they made women's clothes big enough for me, they probably do. But uh, that I, I that would feel comfortable. Yeah, I'd be yeah. like, like, what well, if that's the thing that I was like, you know what? I like wearing panties. All right, fine. Who are you to tell me I can't wear panties? It's always blown my mind about clothes. I want someone to cut that out <laughs> and just post that out of context somewhere. <laughs> Quote, Mike, who am who? who <laughs> what if I want to wear panties? I just want to wear panties, man. I just want to wear panties. Jesus. Who's to tell me I can't wear panties? But that always blew my mind about clothes. Like, who was the person who was like, you have to wear these clothes, you have to wear these clothes. Right. But Which, it's like, dude clothes are so fucking comfortable. It, well, I'll tell you this. The, um, the, the, the Oscars... Is a huge representation of that, like yeah. to the gender roles, because and there's been lately uh, that con- that that thing of where I, I can't remember. I think it was Kate Blanchett, and they shot her from the feet up, like to get a, a shot of the dress, yeah, and yeah. then just as the camera comes up, to, she's like, she's she squats, she's, "You do this to the guys too," and it's fair enough. I mean, yeah, like yeah. the guy, in all fairness, the guys just kind of all look the same. Yeah, suit tie, yeah, co- color combinations of each. If you're Pharrell, you wear a goofy hat. <laughs> That's it, you know, or, or you wear, like, you know, men's clothes is really not that, Yeah, you can't really wear, it's not too much for us, yeah. but for women, you have, it's like this obligation to wear, I remember Maisie, Will, William, Maisie Will, Williams from uh, Game of Thrones, 
Ooh. The one plays Arya Stark. Oh, she, yeah. they, they gave her so much shit on the internet because she wore the same dress to two different things. Oh, really? And then she posted up the picture. She's like, fuck you, I like this dress. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Who are you to tell? Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. And that kind of goes along with the Ron Swanson thing, where right? he course. doesn't subscribe to social norms and social whatever is happening. In the, you know, like He's like, I don't give it. I like wearing this shirt. Yeah. I'm going to wear this shirt. Or even then, like, uh, the, the hunting thing. Yeah. Where he goes on, they go hunting. And it's like, that's not treated with any kind of disdain or any kind of message or political thing. It was just like, yeah, no, I hunt, we eat. You know, like, yeah, yeah. this is just the thing. Yeah. And he does it. And he, I, the one with him and Donna when he can't beat the video game Buck Hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he goes, uh, just, and he goes on, they go kill a real deer yeah. and field dress it there. But they're covered in blood. It's not the same. He's like, I gotta go eat. I gotta go beat the game. You know what I mean? It's like, a lot of it, um, I think a lot of, the heroics on that show. The what made what that the positive message is that be unapologetic yeah. about what's good yeah. in your life. You know what I mean? Like that the April Ludgate character, um, she fights against it a lot. You know, she's cause she, I feel I feel she's a representation of the of that that millennial era yeah, yeah. where you can't you're not supposed to enjoy your anything. You're not yeah. supposed to you're not supposed to be passionate about anything. Where like everything has to be ironic. Yeah, right. Like when she tried to get a job, and they were like, oh, you have a bachelor's degree in what? And she was like, Halloween studies. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a real thing. Yeah, no, but she's, she's like, the to get a rise out of people. She's always yeah. that, that like, it's almost like a, like, that that's what she's unapologetic about getting a reaction. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, so, she, like, every character does have something where they're like, and even now, in, in the later season, she's an accomplished professional yeah. and uh, runs the animal, the parks. She runs the, the local one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, now, she, I think in the final season, she's, uh, she's working under Leslie for the National Parks. For the National Parks, right. So, it's like, you know, come on, everybody, is, it's, it's all about that progress and that the be, be, you know, moving forward and constantly going after what you want. The Johnny Karate thing yeah. is so fucking, that, what a great, did, yeah. you, did you see that episode Yeah, last where week? he's, like, uh, the, like, April's feeling bad about, like, making him leave, and he yeah. was like, no, I wanted to do this, but I also really want to be with you. Yeah, he's like, no, you make me happier than I've yeah, ever yeah. been. So he's like, yeah, yeah, this is great, but this, you know, yeah. like, knowing where your priorities are, yeah. the show's fantastic. I mean, it's going to be, like, setting. It's gonna be hard to fill the that show's shoes. Yeah, and uh, uh, and you know I do we mainly we wanted to talk about Parks and Rec on the show. Yeah, yeah. It, but, but I think Ron, Ron Swanson is good good guy to. But Ron Swanson, I feel, is it because we gotta wrap this up. But uh, Ron Swanson, I feel, is a solid representation of a uh, of a real world hero mentality. Yeah. You know, like you know, like a lot of what he says is not. Outlandish. It's not like he doesn't have superpowers. Uh, you or, know, but I mean, even when he was like, "I bury, I bury my gold," but in reality, like gold has gone up exponentially. Right. Yeah. So whatever gold he bought in 1987 is now probably worth like ten times that amount. And it's like that was probably the best investment you could have yeah. made at the time. So he's got, you know, he's he's he started his own business now, and he's yeah. white. And there was that moment in that in this the early in this in the season where he he realizes that all of his friends are gone. Yeah, where he has that turn where he's he's still he has these bonds. He still doesn't express it. It's like uh, he's he's a sentimental dude. He's yeah yeah. Or like in the episode of Johnny Karate where he's it's like hug moment, and then he goes get the graphic and, he, and he's like no get that graphic off the screen. He karate chops him in the throat <laughs> like. You know, he's still, he's still like, no, you know, I got my things that yeah, I don't, yeah, that, that yeah. were my stance, but that doesn't mean he doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like that, that mm-hmm. I think is an important message. You can care and not be like a gushy, you know, yeah. be, you know, do the right thing. Which I agree. Like I, I'm very, uh, into Ron Swanson in that sense that it's like, I like actions louder than words. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> like when he rips the wall sconce to make the wedding <laughs> yeah. rings yeah. and then it's like and they don't explain how it happens until the end where yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he didn't explain what he was gonna do he just fucking did it yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like yeah here here are the ring and they made it and he's like why people buy things is <laughs> 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 ridiculous <laughs> buying things is for suckers <laughs> you know like yeah it's just uh, you know we haven't even touched on the Chris Traeger character the the oh, Rob Lowe character Rob Lowe. Yeah, it's Rob Lowe. I, I mean, but like uh, he also presents that that character of the neuroses. No, you know that constantly having to be. He's like the anti Ron Swanson. Yeah, where he's always 
he doesn't you know Ben Wyatt presents the counterbalance to he, he yeah. doesn't want to be the bad guy he's the one eating the the vegan food and the raw diet right oh you want some candy these are raisins yeah wow, that's nature's, nature's candy, candy. Where, but he's presenting like all of the things that you're supposed all of the social obligations I'm supposed yeah, to yeah, do these yeah. things it's like the anti Ron Swanson where Ron Swanson's like no I do the shit and then he suffers for it so Chris yeah. Traeger has is in. Uh, in that side, like yeah. he's he's in the, the nice guys never win type the, mentality, or d- stop trying to do what everyone like. Stop trying to do what you feel. You know, like when they have the bur- the burger contest, what you feel obligated to do. Exactly, do what makes yeah. you happy and all these things. Yeah. You know? So if it tastes good, eat it. <laughs> right, right. When I, I just I was just flipping through the uh, through the quotes and then I, I, you Buzzfeed cunt. No, it's not Buzzfeed. It's something <laughs> else. Uh, I think it's IMDb. Oh yeah, it's IMDb. Um, where he's like, are you going to tell a man he can't fart in his own car? <laughs> Yeah. What a great like this is, uh, alone without context is perfect. You know, capitalism is God's way of determining who's smart and who's poor. Yeah, you know, like fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That I guess that's what it's supposed to do. But I also like how like uh, money doesn't really mean anything to him. Money is just a way to provide security. Right. Like uh, when he was selling one of his cabins, like he has yeah, multiple yeah. cabins, and like he has all these people, these hipsters come in, and like like the thing and booby traps. Yeah, yeah. He has like <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so he's he's like about to sell this cabin, and uh, and so he's like, I don't like the people I'm selling this cabin to. And April's like, I'll give you seventy five cents and a pack of gum. And he was like. And she's, she, what she say? I will keep it the way it is. Yeah. And I'm just going to go up there to escape the world and get away from people. And he was like, that's the best offer I've heard all day. Right. And like, yeah. gave, gave, pretty much gave the cabin to her. I'm like, but he, he, he respects the, the idea and the sentiment behind things mm-hmm. more than the cash value of it. Right. And I think, uh, I think that's heroic. That's important. Yeah, that's extremely yeah. heroic. So, uh, all the seasons, uh, except for the last one, are on Netflix. So, if you have not. We spoil well. I mean, we, we've talked about a lot of it, but you, you really—it's—it's it's a show. Even if you know it's coming, is worth watching. So definitely, if you haven't seen it, go watch. It's on Netflix. Recommended watching, <laughs> and uh, watch American Ham is on Netflix too. It's a—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's a. There's very funny moments in it, and there's very uh, uh, good. Ron Swanson-y stuff in there. Yeah. It's not the most coherent thing all the way through, but it's it's solid. You know, yeah. it's it's worth watching. Also, check out the the gag reels. They have a gag reel oh for, every, for every season. Yeah. Hot snakes. Yeah, the, I got <laughs> the hot, I got the hot snakes. Yeah, all of oh man. And the one where the the comeback story. Yeah, it's like where they're like, oh, you know, like Sea Biscuit, and he's like Kim Kardashian. He's like, well, that's not really a comeback story. Yeah, but she got coming her back on the. Oh, and it's, it's it's brilliant. Like I'll, I even like the, the the one where he's going like I uh I was a uh I had an, when I was born I had an eight pound head. Yeah, or I uh, I, had a, I was born uh, eight months past the due date. Yeah, I was, I, was I was born seventeen months old and I had full head of hair and a full head of teeth. <laughs> a full head of teeth. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, also there's a couple interesting. I, I wish I wish I could. Uh, uh, on the the Paley Center, which is the Paley the TV the the TV center, they do interviews with the yeah, cast yeah, yeah, and yeah. panels and things, and they have a lot of really good Parks and Rec stuff on there to get kind of into the back of the background of the show, and they really do talk about the characters and 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 the writers and 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 uh, give like interesting insight into the into the show. Yeah. So if you've seen all the show, go online, look at the Paley. I mean, if you've watched the show. I don't know anybody who has watched the show that is not into the show. Yeah, like a lot, like no one watches Parks yeah. and Rec casually. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're like, oh, I power watched the whole fucking three seasons in a weekend. You know oh yeah, I mean? it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did that. I you did. Wa- yeah. You watched a ton of them. You watched them so quick. And I kind of wish I would have gotten on board. Like I was on board first episode with the American Office, uh-huh. and I watched it the whole way through. So it was kind of like part of your life. Well, when it first came out, I thought it was a knockoff of The Office. Yeah, it, and it kind of did suffer from that a little. People were like, "Oh, it's gonna, it's the same thing." Because it aired right after The Office. Exactly. It was that uh, documentary style, single camera, talking heads, yeah, interviews, yeah. and and they had that other guy, Mark or whatever. Like it was like the first season was a little weird, yeah. six episodes, and uh, uh, or thirteen episodes. I can't remember. It was like a shorter season. Yeah, it was a short season. Yeah. And then and then that's when they in the second season they got you know. Adam Scott and uh, yeah, and, and I love Adam Scott. He's so funny. Like, it, you've seen Party Down? 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen a few episodes of it, but I I, I fell out of it. But that show, Party Down, was an amazing, fucking great. It was actually a pre. It almost seems like a precursor to uh, Parks and Rec in yeah. a way. To yeah, I mean well, that we'll put that on the recommended. Uh, yeah, watch that. Party Down is fantastic. Party Down. Uh, any other Nick Offerman stuff you think? What Nick other? Offerman. Uh, what else we see? Well, see Deadwood. See the see the dong. Yeah, yeah. Go see Nick Offerman's dick in Deadwood. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, and, oh, 20, uh, 21 and 22 Jump Street. He was in that as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, there's a lot of stuff there. Go watch the show. The show itself is fantastic. And um, much... Uh, anything else Man. you'd like to add? Follow us on Twitter, at Mike Mercadal, at Will, William A. Watkins. And uh, follow Zeros on Heroes. Subscribe. Uh, yeah, subscribe. And... Uh, Share on your social media with your friends if you think uh, someone... And go back and listen to any other episodes if you're a new listener. we yeah. got old stuff there. Uh, that uh, Indiana no. Jones is pretty good. Superman was pretty good. Yeah. There's a couple of good ones. There's a, the, yeah. We're not bad. We're, <laughs> not, we're doing pretty good here. Good. Yeah. Good. And, and, good. and thanks to all the new listeners who have been tuning in and sharing. So, yeah. uh, um, we got a couple big guests coming up, so uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Big guests. Uh, all right, everybody. Go out and be heroic. And eat breakfast food. Bacon! I've been developing the Swanson Pyramid of Greatness for years. It's a perfectly calibrated recipe for maximum personal achievement. Categories include... Teamwork! Very important! Equally important? Selfishness! Take what's yours. America! The only country that matters if you want to experience other cultures, use an atlas or a ham radio. Cursing. There's only one bad word. Taxes. Haircuts. There are three acceptable haircuts. High and tight, crew cut, buzz cut. Animal proteins. Four to eight servings daily. Cow, pig, chicken, deer. Fish. For sport only, fish meat is practically a vegetable. Friends. One to three is sufficient. Capitalism, God's way of determining who is smart and who is poor. Skim milk. Avoid Avoid sir. sir. Physical fitness, honor, facial hair, living in the woods, rage, poise, property right, crying, B.O. Cabins, skim milk. That's right, it's on here twice. Avoid it. Masonry, stillness, torso, intensity, old wooden sailing ships. They're beautiful.